Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in, these deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Welcome to another episode of They've Got Now. This is your host, Mark Schindler. As always, before we get started today, if you have not already, be sure to rate and review us over on Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your pod. Um, I'm really excited about the direction of where we're going. I feel like we've done a lot of great things. I don't know why I keep saying we, it's just me, but um, <laughs> I've really been enjoying uh, the, you know, what I have going. I think that there's a lot of really great stuff on the horizon. I'm super excited today to be joined by, I think, the farthest away guest I've ever had on. A friend of mine and somebody who has started covering basketball for the first time this season. Uh, and we're here strictly to talk about the Indiana Fever. That's this Taka. I, I'm trying to make sure I say your last name right because I practiced it beforehand. I feel like I'm going to struggle with that. Taka Kauri? Is that correct? Yes. Is it close? Yeah, it's close. Yeah. Okay. It's very close. But joining us all the way from from uh, bright and early over in New Zealand, it's Taka. Taka, how are you doing, man? I'm so good. It is. It's uh, five a.m. here. It's beautiful. I've already had two coffees, so I made sure I'm ready to go uh, to give you everything I can on the wonderful Indiana Fever. And thanks, Mark, for having me on. I um, it's so weird when I got your t your um, tweet or your message because I listened to this podcast. So I listened. I listened to this podcast to learn more about basketball. And then I get this from you to come on. I was like, this is mind blowing. Well, I appreciate that, man. No, I, uh, it was, I was telling you before we got on here, but I, uh, I don't know the, the, you, you'd been telling me for a while that you wanted to, you were thinking about starting up a blog, just talking about the fever. And so I was interested to see how it was going to go. It was mainly, I just, I encourage anybody to to start writing. Cause I think for me, so much about writing um, is about learning. Like, I think to me, writing is about the learning process. Like, I feel like I learn more when I write something than I'm necessarily teaching anybody. Like, I, I want to go and, okay, well, I'm going to spend a couple hours, you know, rewatching things, watching, you know, in a different angle, trying to dive through data and see something different. And um, I think part of what's been really fun is I, I don't know how you felt about it, but in general, like, I have learned from your stuff. Like, I feel like I've 
I've gotten even more in terms of just getting to look a little bit deeper at the fever because obviously I'm doing stuff nationally, so I don't get to. I mean, I've watched I think every fever game now, but I, I you know, it's not the same as getting to to do stuff when when that's your main focus. And so I think getting to see it from your eye or just getting to see it in a different perspective in general has been really cool. And for everybody who is listening right now, I, I suggest going over to IndianaFeverBlog.com. That's where Taka's writing is at. I'll have that link down below. Um, I've really enjoyed keeping up with it. It's cool, especially because you just bring positive positivity, which I always try and do as well. So I appreciate that a ton. The first thing I want to ask you, though, yeah. how have you felt about the fever so far this this year? How did you become a Fever fan? I know this kind of happened last year, but I don't really remember why it happened. So can you please (laughs) drag me through that? Because last year was a tough year to be a Fever fan. Right. So I, um, so Sean Marks, right, Mm -hmm. Uh, GM of the Nets. So when he became the GM of the Nets, I was like, okay, I'll be a Nets fan because Kiwis, New Zealanders, there's not too many of us in the NBA. Uh, And then when the, Liberty came under the Nets umbrella. I was like, oh yeah, that seems, or not the Nets umbrella, but when they all kind of became under the same umbrella, I was like, yep, that seems really good too. Uh, but I'm a very lukewarm on and off again Nets fan. And so then I became a lifelong Pacers fan uh, for a fraction of time. And I said, oh, I'm done with all of New York. Take me to Indiana. And then I was like, and then I kind of fell in love with the fever. And it, I just was like, oh yeah, we're at the very bottom. I love going from there and I just kind of fell in love with the team, looked at the history over the off season, dived into some of the games and was like, you know, this is kind of the time to get in now. Mm. Um, and I just started to love what they, some of their players, I began to go, okay, Melissa Smith, like there's some stuff here. Kelsey Mitchell. I listened to your podcast with Kelsey, uh, sorry, with Kelsey Mitchell. And I was like, she sounds amazing. Just like a, one of those people that you want to spend time with. And I was like, that's the kind of people that I want to back and, and get behind. And so I just jumped in from there and just went all in and that's awesome. didn't look back. So yes, yeah, loved it. no, that's really cool. Especially too, because it's uh, looking at their history is so interesting. And I think part of what is so important about this season is, is looking back. Like, I mean, we're here largely to talk about their offense. Cause that has been the biggest thing over the Amazing. last month, but yep. um, you know, in, 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 I mean, just to, to even translate to that, like they have that right now they're on track to have their best offensive rating, uh, looking at the you know when you're doing it relative to the rest of the league since 2015, which was Stephanie White's first year as head coach, and they went to the finals and lost to to the to the Lynx, and that's the best their offense has been. So that's almost a decade. Like that's a lot when you're thinking about that. <laughs> um, and like you mentioned, even just going back, like I went and I did a lot of stuff this offseason going back and rewatching old stuff because I I mean I'd always like the W had always been kind of a thing in the background. Like I knew. A lot of the bigger things, but not as much of some of the some of the smaller things. Not saying Indiana is smaller, but like comparatively, you know, when I was coming up, I right. knew who Maya Moore and, and Sue Bird and, and Diana Taurasi were. I didn't know as much about Tamika Catchings and and Katie yeah. Douglas and like getting to watch those teams. Like going back and like rewatching Katie Douglas is sick. Like Katie Douglas now would be so. I, that we're going on an entire tangent, but that <laughs> team, like that Fever team, the way that they played, the kind of roster they had. I would love to see them play now because like Tamika and, and Katie, that's like a front court pairing that you want now. And there aren't teams like that. So yeah. it's just exactly it's fun to look at. And and when I've talked to anybody in uh, in and around the team and even just watching, I mean, we went from last year and the year before, like it looking like there's nobody at the arena sometimes not to get negative, right. but like 
Yeah. That's just where the state of the team has been. That's what made the last year and change so important for setting up foundation for something different. Um, and now this year we've had sellouts at the field house for the first Amazing. time in, in years. And like, wow. you can just tell the general energy has been really good. Like people care about the team and want to be there. And I think the biggest, and this is not just to say it's only on her, but we're here to talk about Aaliyah Boston. And I think the biggest thing we need to <laughs> yeah. do right now is just gush about Aaliyah Boston because yeah. I, I will that. say right now, first and foremost, uh, I spent the first two hours of my morning filling out my all-star ballot. Aaliyah was my first player off. It was so difficult. It was mm. like the worst thing of all time. Uh, it was basically either you have Aaliyah Boston on or Brittany Griner off. And I could not have Brittany Griner off after how well she's played this year. I wish mm. that I could vote for more than just the starters. But I think to me, that's talking about sheer um sheer value and what she's bringing to the court already like i think Aaliyah, if somebody votes her all-star starter i would not quibble with that just when i went down to what i ended up with where i was at i ended up having her a seventh but like that's when we're talking about grand scale of the league and how often we have a player particularly in the front court like i think it was easier to get in at guard this year than in the front court because you know guard shortlist i felt like i had three i felt really good about and then i was quibbling between two for the fourth spot but I think I had like five or six players that I wanted to fit into the sixth front court spot. And when you're talking about a league full of awesome fours and fives and Aaliyah has come in and like, I think, I mean, not even think like she's been the best player on the team already this season. Yeah. Like I, I will say readily, like I, I was of the mindset that she was going to come in and play at an all-star level. I thought she was capable of that from watching her at South Carolina from talking to people in front offices, that wasn't the consensus. Like there were some people wow. who were like, I think it might take more time for her to translate. And here she is, man. Like just let, let's, yeah. let's, let's go. It's amazing. What, 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 what did you feel when she got drafted? What if, what is your impression of her a month into the season? I, uh, I knew she was good. And the people who I had talked to were like, no, no, she's really good. And being in New Zealand, our college, we don't get to watch a whole bunch. And so whenever I could get into a playback room with yourself or some others and just watch her, mm -hmm. I was like, oh, she's really good. Yeah. And then this season for me has almost been like an education every game of more, the more that she can do. I think over those first few games, I was so focused on her defense because I was like, oh, she's doing everything. And when you're listening to the Fever games, watching and you're hearing you hear her yelling coverage or you hear Christy sides on the sideline yelling coverage so she's like already kind of controlling what they want to do at 21 she's so just defensively she's already doing this and I was looking at some of their numbers uh just the other day and I was going their paint points they're really protecting the paint and I think a whole bunch is due to her because mm -hmm. she's in there um yeah, I, she's just so good, right? And it's it's such a, I think I keep writing this, saying this, writing this, tweeting this. She just makes me smile watching her because I go, how can someone be so good at 21 just on the defensive end of the floor? And then you go the offensive end of the floor and you're going, and I think Pat Boylan said this on the last broadcast. He said she's scoring 20 points a game now, like nearly, right? Over the last few, she's really, and it's becoming normal. And you're like, how you just kind of expect it. And I think it's been really fun to watch her passing. She's really, really good with vision, right? She sees the whole floor. 
And I think so teams are throwing more double teams, but she's just seeing, like, I think that's what she did at South Carolina, but she's seeing mm -hmm. past it. She's seeing beyond it. And she's almost seeing to the next pass, which I love. So she's throwing the pass to get to the next pass. Uh, I don't, she's just really good. I don't know what you, I don't know what you, I don't know how you could over um, sell what she's done. Um, just to, just to read off some numbers for, for perspective. Um, she's first in the league in field goal percentage, shooting 66.4% from the floor. She's first in two-point field goal percentage, 66.7% from the floor. Second in effective field goal percentage, which is not, you know, the best. Um, I mean, like, not the best metric, I should say. That's 66.8% effective field goal percentage is insane. Amazing. Third in the league in true shooting percentage at 69.9%. Very nice number. Um, but, like, overall, like, exactly like you're saying, um, I think part of, and this is not just to pat myself on the back, I think this is more to just talk about, like, when you're looking at, future translation and stuff. I think there were questions about Aaliyah because if you look at her box score, like, yeah, it dipped from her junior to senior. A lot of that is personnel around her and and what her role was. Like, she went from having – not that her guards were bad this past year, but going from having Henny as your starting point yeah. guard to kind of having to work through having a new point guard. Like, Kiara Fletcher did really good things, but I, I would consider her more of a combo guard or a wing than, like, a true guard. And right. um like, so it's just, it's, it's finding different things and they played it. They played at a slower pace. A lot of the offense, even if it wasn't starting with her, it was running through her. And I think now when you see a team, like you can, you can bring up all you want about like, okay, well, what, whatever their spacing was or wasn't. But I think part of what was exciting about getting to see her in those, in, in, the, in those spaces. And there were reasons like I wanted some certain players to maybe transfer to SC because I was like, you know, I want to see you improve your feel for the game. I want to see how you can improve handling, you know, moving through yeah. traffic and, and making some of these reads. And and exactly like you mentioned, I think Aaliyah has it in some ways easier at this level because the court's a little bit wider. Um, yeah. Teams are going to respect spacing differently because of the personnel. And she's still getting double and triple teams at times, but she's so good at handling them already because that's what she did for her entire college career. And I think like there are players who obviously have handled it, but I think the 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 length and the athleticism change is so different. And there really hasn't felt like much of a uh, even in preseason, it didn't really feel like Aaliyah needed any kind of welcome to the W moment. Like she had, I mean, she has eaten Rick <laughs> Jones alive the couple yeah. times that they've played, which I think that's what I was most in, like getting to see her match up against people has been exciting. Cause I think, I'm trying to remember the game. I believe it was the first Sun game where Bree Jones like went at her two or three times right in a row, did pretty well. Yeah. And then from there on out, it was like Aaliyah just kind of owned the paint. And I think that's what's been fun to watch because there have been like she is very good at taking initial first punch, making adjustments and then being awesome from there on out. And yeah. I think like that's one of the things that's so special about her is watching how quickly she adapts to things and improves on the fly like uh, Obviously, this team is only 10th in defense right now. And we'll talk more about that after the offense and after I'm talking about Aaliyah. But, like, I think that they're 10th in spite of how well Aaliyah has been playing on the back end. Because she, like you mentioned, I think she's been tremendous on the back end. I haven't been, I haven't had any questions about it. Like, they're even, like, their base coverage right now, like, they'll kind of uh, show and recover a little bit with fives. And it's typically switching one through four. Um, yeah. And like, but they've also, you know, a lot, it's encountered a lot of late switching with fives because teams will hit screening angles to try and make it happen. But point being, like, she's been capable of doing pretty much everything. It's been very awesome to watch. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I, you said about <laughs> the adjustment period too. Sorry. Like, no, you're she, right. 
it's felt like the team has almost needed to adjust to her more what she can do more so than her i think early in the season it felt like there were passes she does this amazing thing where she'll kind of get space on her defender and almost extend not the i don't have to like she'll extend one hand and open up her other hand to get the ball and so she has space and it's almost felt like the guards have had to learn like you can throw it old man winter here if i had it my way it would stay winter all year long short days wind chill black ice and a good polar vortex oh <laughs> heaven wait is it getting warm in here your cold snap is over old man winter spring has arrived spring spring is here which means it's the perfect time to get away in the hyundai you've always wanted visit the hyundai getaway sales event where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning hyundai models like the tech-filled tucson and kona as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in, these deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. You don't you like it doesn't she doesn't need a perfect pass you can kind of just lob it up and trust that she's going to come down with it so it was even fun in the last game watching erica wheeler just kind of start to throw more of these balls that you might consider 50 50 but with her they're not really 50 50 you're just learning to trust like just put it over there she's going to find a way to grab it and then you're good or she's going to get the foul she's been drawing a lot of fouls which has been really helpful i think because the team doesn't often get to the free-throw line. And so it's been fun to get some more fouls just to kind of um, help the overall offense. But she's amazing. amazing. Yeah. It's it's kind of funny because I think one of the next stages for her actually is going to be, and I mean this, uh, I'm trying to think how to word it. She doesn't play through contact a lot, if that makes sense. Like she's right. so good at maneuvering that she doesn't have to play through contact because yeah. she's so good at like, she, she's fantastic. Like I think she caught Sika Kone last week with Sika came flying over to, to on a rotation, just up and under. Yeah. Like she's so good with like the quick and subtle footwork like that. Like I would already say she's top five in the league, probably not five in footwork yeah. in the paint. Like her oh, yeah. NECA and there's not really many people I've put up there yeah. with them right now. Like they're, she's that good. Um, but it's funny because I think like she could be somebody who becomes an absolute, like she could definitely get more foul calls. Now she has been getting a rookie whistle to be sure. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think like I was mentioning, like, okay, well maybe if she can extend into starting to, okay, if, if I see this really rangy forward come flying in, maybe I draw contact there and, and get to the free throw line instead. Like, I think that there's, you know, like, that's, what's exciting to look at. Like there's more on the table that she can even grow into with, I mean, she's not really somebody who has to grip for fouls or even tries to like, yeah. um, so I'll be interested to see how that continues to play out. But regard, like exactly like mentioned, she's just been, she has been spectacular to watch. Um, and and it, I am so, so excited fun. to see her journey. That Cheyenne, the last Cheyenne Parker matchup was mm -hmm. just really fun. A couple of positions where they were just, I was like, oh my goodness, if I, if I got hit with one of those shoulders that they're giving each other to make space, I think I'm exploding. And they're both just <laughs> taking these shoulders in the chest and spinning off. And I was like, oh my goodness, these are just supreme athletes who are going back and forth. And it's just stuff that as a basketball fan, you're like, I love this so much, this high level uh, post play. 
And it's mm. just, it's so cool, man. It's very cool. She's amazing. I'm hoping that she becomes my two boys' favorite player in the whole world. And so we can just talk about Aaliyah Boston for a decade and just love it. She's, yeah, she's awesome. That's awesome to hear. Um, yeah, and I will say too, like, I think she'll make All-Star this year. Um, again, like, I think it's tough to, it's just tough to make stars, but I think she's a definite reserve, even if, I mean, she may yeah. very well make starter. I would, again, not quibble with it, but um, let's talk about the offense at large because yeah. like we like we mentioned off top, like the offense has been really good. So on the year, they're, they're fourth currently, and they have been, like, that, that offense has been pretty good. But if you look at June, like, they, they went from being first in June to after the Dream Game. They slipped to third because they're within a half point of both the Liberty and Aces. But they're scoring 109.1 points per 100, which is fantastic. Um, what to you – and I know we went back a little bit on uh, – back and forth a little bit on this on Twitter – because I, I definitely we we both I know we have some of the same thing, but what to you has stood out about what has changed with the offense? Like, excuse me, it was good to start the year, but it has really picked up in in the last five or six games. Yeah, I I think it's that it's the I I really love what Christy sides does. I, she will just make adjustments. She's not afraid to kind. She keeps kind of tapping the right buttons. It feels like every game she's kind of like, okay, I'm going to try this. I'm going to try that. And I think you've se- it hasn't been a lot, but you've seen her really try to go, we're going to play one big lineups with Aaliyah Boston, and we're going to just put the best kind of shooters we currently have around her, and we're going to try and open up some more space here, which I think has been really good. Um, the way they've kind of shuffled through the, def- the different offensive lineups, I think has been, so there's been some games that's super horns heavy. And so it's Nalissa and, and Aaliyah Boston operate, Nalissa Smith and um, Aaliyah Boston operating at those elbows, a lot of high-low. Other games, you're just seeing a lot of side-to-side action with Kelsey Mitchell. They just kind of really, I feel like they've figured out how Aaliyah Boston and Kelsey Mitchell can kind of shift the defenses around. And they're really making the most of that. And their offensive rebound rate is just ginormous. I think the, the amount of second-chance opportunities that Aaliyah Boston... Melissa Smith, Queen Igbo, and sneakily uh, Lexi Hull are getting. Is just, it's giving them all these extra chances. And so I've loved that, but I really would love to hear what you want to say because I'm here to learn as much as, <laughs> from you. Yeah. No, it's funny because you uh, you wrote a really good article about how Melissa is starting to attack the glass. And it's funny because when, uh, when the fever came through Atlanta and they won that game, which that was like, that felt like a very big tipping point for them in the year because Melissa had at that point, uh, pretty much a career game and Aaliyah played extremely well as well. And like, that was the one where it's like, okay, you can kind of really see everything. You can see the vision yeah. a little bit. Um, and like she mentioned so much about how it's, it's about aggressiveness for Nelissa, especially cause she's a player who like, not that she can't be ball dominant, but it's like, you know, so much of her offense is finding ways to assert herself and be aggressive. Like one of the things that's been a joy to watch this year, like obviously she had it last year, but it feels like she's been so good at finding duckins and like when she can attack baseline, it's just kind of over. Like she's so yeah. good at the baseline inside so and good. finish on the other side of the basket. Yes. She's got the size. She has the the coordination. Like it's been tough because her, her three ball has just kind of died in June. I think it'll yeah. come back. I'm not really super worried about it. Definitely something to watch. Um, yeah. But 
yeah, like her, she and Aaliyah and, and Aaliyah are starting to like. I honestly think Melissa is one of the best at at, at post entry to 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 Aaliyah right yeah. now. Part yeah. of it too is like they do really good stuff to like you mentioned in terms of playing side to side. Like they're really like I felt early on in the year they really tried to force interior passes, yes. and now they've been a lot better at moving the ball. Like okay, top of the key, then to the side or side top of the key and in, and like they've been so much better at just trying to set up smaller simpler passes to make it easier to get the ball in which yeah. has been huge but part of that has been like having Nalissa play as well as she has like like you mentioned she's been rebounding the absolute hell out of the ball I think the team is over in June they're like 32 percent offensive rebound rate which is really high yeah, um, yeah so that's been very fun to watch because they have the ability like you mentioned they can play double big with with Nalissa and Aaliyah or what I've really liked, um, like they went from Victoria Vivians was starting at the three to start the year. She went through kind of a shooting slump to start and she was struggling a little bit defensively as well. Um, to now, like she's kind of the first forward off the bench and yeah. they've been running a ton of her at the four, which has been extremely effective. So just for reference, like lineups with Aaliyah, and Victoria Vivians are scoring, I believe, about 100, yeah, 118 points per 100 possessions, which is wow. like incredible. Like the, the best offense in the league right now is 109.6 points per 100 possessions. So that's really good. And that's over almost 100 minutes of playing time. So it's not a small sample. They're really starting to play well. And I think it's helped because uh, just when you like it, it just adds an entire different element of spacing. Like they haven't done anything like insane with with big screening actions like last year i mean they did so much with victoria and it worked for a while but then she dealt with some injuries and then just kind of struggled throughout the rest of the year but um she's just been fantastic it, like they're they just run a ton of ton of all right let's run double drags with Aaliyah and yep. and victoria victoria pops Aaliyah rolls guard somebody like it's yeah, it's yeah. incredibly effective because you have someone who's a 40 percent three-point shooter who's attacking off the catch you have Aaliyah boston going towards the rim and you have whichever guard is is attacking. And both Erica and, and Kelsey have been uh, good getting downhill. I think Kelsey's been a lot better scoring at the rim. But, um, yeah. like, just in general, like, they've found – it's not it, – it's it's so much less about them doing anything, like, wildly difficult and more about just doing what works for them. And that's important because I think it's really easy to watch a super intricate offense and get enamored. But at the same point, it's like, okay, well – we have the pieces where we don't have to be a crazy intricate offense. We just have to do what works for us and we can be incredibly effective. And that's been great. Um, because even with Victoria, like I think she's just so much more comfortable attacking fours off the bounce. Like she still draws some threes. It's not like she's not playing the three, but I just think that extra element of having her play the four more um, yeah. has been really huge for them. Like even like lineups, like the, the lineup with um, like, if they're playing a front court with, Victoria and Alyssa and Aaliyah like that's still been incredibly effective because even yeah. with Melissa not necessarily shooting as well like she's been awesome as a cutter like you mentioned like she's so good attacking the glass like there's just been they've been really good with their pace in the half court like I think they're only 10th in pace on the year yeah, yeah but they play yeah. really like they flow in the half court like it's not the ball yeah. doesn't stick a ton I feel like yeah. they've been really good at moving it so that's been fun to watch and then the last thing I'd say on it too Kelsey, I mean, Kelsey went through a shooting slump to start the year. I liked a lot of her process. Um, yeah. She definitely, like, there was some passing that was left on the table. I do think her her assist total definitely underlies how well she's passed the ball this year, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. um, but she's been red hot in June, shooting 
you know, 18, 18 points per game in seven games in June, 45, 41, 87 splits. Um, and they play so much out of her gravity, like her ability yes. to, yes. like when you talk like three level score, I think somebody, I, I can't remember who tweeted this the other day, but somebody said three level score and they're like, you know, we got to just eradicate it from the dictionary because how many players mm-hmm. actually are three level scorers and Kelsey is like legit three level scorer. And I think to me, she yeah. is like the epitome of a three level score in the W right now because she is so electric getting downhill towards the rim, but she's also so good out at playing out of the mid range and, and using Amazing, her, her yeah. handle to to kind of manipulate things and open up space. But then she's been so good from three as well, both on and off the ball. So, um, yeah. What have, what have you thought of Kelsey and how she's kind of eased into things? I just, some games when I'm rewatching, I'll go, okay, this is a Kelsey Mitchell rewatch. And I will just rewatch her move off ball for most of the game. And because she is always moving. So mm-hmm. even if you don't see Kelsey doesn't touch the ball, just watch a game sometime and um, just watch her move. It's constant movement. It's keeping the defensive pressure without her even touching it. She create, like you said, that gravity, she's creating opportunities for others just by moving. Someone um, wrote a really good article about creation and different guards that they released the other day and they talked about Kelsey Mitchell. Oh, that was you. You wrote this really good article. <laughs> and her ability, her mid-range pull-up getting going has been really important. It's so filthy. I loved how she had that, uh, she had a really big game and all the people from who played, all the uh, male athletes who played against her were like, oh man, when we played her in college, she was giving us buckets. And you can just imagine, right? She's so shifty. She's uh, she, she does play through, through contact, right? She will go and create get to the hand um i've loved the i mean i think everyone can love but the empty corner pick and roll that it's developed especially with her and leah boston over the season you've seen mm-hmm. it more and she's been really good at that and especially when the bigs are coming up to the level or they're trying to push kelsey away trying to stop her from turning the corner her ability to kind of create angles with her passing has really popped off i think these last few games she's kind of using even her right hand to really kind of get around the big as they're coming up to get that ball back inside. Uh, I think she's just been, I think Aaliyah has been the team's best player, but Kelsey has been really, really, really important to kind of keep this thing moving forward. I think, because it feels like the fever offense won't, I don't feel like it's going to slow down. And I think a big part is because what Kelsey's doing, um, it's sustainable. It's super sustainable. She's just kind of playing how she's always played, but it's like you're seeing her um, help others just by her existence. And I think I really enjoyed just watching her. I think also Christy's side said for Kelsey, they want her to be aggressive. And you can Mm -hmm. tell when it's like, okay, this is Kelsey time. We really want to get her going here because if we get her going early, you're going to see everything else open up later for everyone else. So no, uh, she's just one of my favorite players to watch. move off ball i think she's incredible at it i think her angles are really important i think the way she um yeah she's yeah like you said i'm positive i love i just really enjoy (laughs) it's hard not to be man it's so it's it's, so hard not to be it's funny what you mentioned too because like in talking about the way that they're opening angles up um to be to be fair too like the the sky were injured in that game in, in the Marina Mabry massive game. But oh my goodness. I think part of what's really fun is you've seen a lot of teams who have tried to mix coverages up. Like the the sky, like I mean what the sky do is like they they hedge hard and they recover. And that's typically what they do. And um it's not that they that it didn't work. I do think like some of the angles that that were taken on on stuff could have been better. But like 
they were so good at just saying, okay, well, we're going to outrun your hedge and get downhill yeah. before you can get back. And that was most yeah. of the game. And it was like, they, the Chicago didn't really have an answer for that because they just kind of hit that point in the third quarter where it's like, okay, well, we're just going to hit a little bit of a harder screen. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in, these deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We're on a roll, and we just trust that we're going to beat you before you can get back. And that's basically how it played out and what happened. Yeah. So that was really fun to watch because I do want to say too, I know that um, some people have not been as high on Erica Wheeler this year. I think she's been really good. Cause like you mentioned with um, like uh, defense is another story. We'll get into that after, but um, like you mentioned, like just having two guards who can penetrate like that has been huge because yeah. I think Erica, like even with like her pull up two has been really good. The three hasn't necessarily been her been there for her this year, but um, she's been so good at putting the initial dent in the defense. And even if it's not necessarily leading to her scoring or somebody scoring immediately off that, like it's been huge in just keeping things moving. And I think that's been essential for the team because I do think if we have, okay, Kelsey is trying to initiate everything herself, it looks a little bit different, not in a bad way, I, I, but I do think it's probably not hitting the same. And I think it's maybe a little bit easier to, to, to start some things. Cause I just think the way that this team can force another team to have to scramble is really difficult yeah. to keep up with because, okay, if we're keeping a defense scrambling, you're probably helping off of our big in the post who is a Leah Boston, or you're yeah. helping off of Melissa Smith, or you're opening mm-hmm. a cutting lane for her. And it's like, when you have that many people who can all move the ball and keep moving themselves, like that's really essential. I do. I think like I there, it's definitely fair to have questions about the Erica Wheeler contract moving forward. I personally don't really give a damn about contracts. <laughs> I think when we're looking at this context of this team, it's been really yeah. important for what they're doing. Um, yeah. You know, there's that, there's that difference between the short term where I'm looking at how is this helping the team right now? And then that long-term thinking, right? And if I can separate the two for the short term right now, Erica Wheeler has been really important. I love what you said about getting downhill because you can tell when she can get into the paint and she kind of forces people to come to her and it's opening up these other lanes for passes or she does, they do a really simple action where she just dribbles down, she'll bring the ball up fast, dribble down to the three point, like to the corner, kind of come back to the 45 quickly and drop it into the post. And mm-hmm. it just gets into a simple offense where you're straight away, you've got a, 
uh, post-op opportunity. And it's, I think I think as of I mean checking yesterday, the this would be an assist high for her at five point yeah. three. It's the most she's, she's ever top had. ten in the league in assists per game right now. And, she, and it you can you can feel it. And there's some games where you really do feel like oh she's putting a mark on the game here. Maybe that's in the third quarter or she's just kind of speeding things up a little bit or she's and different times where she might slow it down. You'll see the the tap on the head for the screen and she's just like oh come up here we're gonna I want to see what's gonna happen here. I want to try to get into something different. So I agree. I, I think for where this team is right now, for what they're trying to do and kind of build for this season and see what they have and figure out some stuff and learn who's going to fit around the future they want to build here. I think she has been really important. I think she, yeah, I think, like you said, defense is different, but it, but she's been really important for just getting them going and even and even bringing, a, um, you know, I think her, Queen Igbo, they really bring there's a there's a, a thing they bring to the team like a, an intangible kind of a spark or a, a tenacity there's a there's a thing that, that's really important to wear just to fight or it's a it's a cool thing anyway i don't know how to how to word what they bring no i get what you're something. saying totally and i can i can illuminate that a little bit because being around the dream last year like it was clear like she was so big for ryan howard and, and Nas Holman. like they were with her all the time last year um i know like just from talking to people in that front office like they've literally went out to get Eric Wheeler because they needed to reset their culture. And I think it's been pretty clear that she's done a lot of the same stuff for Indiana while also playing. Um, I've just been happy for her. Cause when, you know, I talked to her last year and she was like, you know, it's been interesting, like kind of trying to figure out how to be a leader, but I also feel like I haven't played my best basketball and that's been frustrating. Yeah. And like, now it feels like she's able to get back into both. And that's, so that's been really cool to see for her. Um, well, let's talk about the defense though. Cause yeah. I think it, with a grain of salt, like it's worth noting, okay, this defense was like abysmal last year, like very, very bad. They're 10th right now. It's not great, but mm -hmm. how do you, taking numbers aside, how do you feel about the defense just kind of nightly? That's such a good question. Um, it's It's been really interesting to watch Christy sides after like post game, just watching people ask her questions, and she's been preaching defense from the start. Right? It's if you can't, if you're not going to give us everything you can on that side of the ball, we can't play you. And so I think it's just been interesting. And then to see how the team is playing, it's kind of sometimes it feels like it's just you don't, you just don't have the people to get to that level of defense that you want to get to right sometimes it's just like oh this is just this is who we are and we're going to give it everything we have to get to that level we may not be able to um and other times it just feels like oh that was a real simple kind of not it's miscommunication right mm -hmm. where you're like oh we're still kind of working out what we're going to do here i think i i've enjoyed that they've kind of been cycling through different coverages as the season has gone on you saw a lot of drop i felt like at the start it was drop with the leah drop with melissa let's switch one through three and then it was like hey we're not going to switch anything we're going to try stay attached and then it was hey we're going to try some more ice coverage it's like they're trying to work through every single possible thing they can to find what's going to work best for them game to game and so I think that's really encouraging you know like it is to go okay the defense is where it is but they're really they're working through what they can be and who how they can be as good as they can today, which I think has been a good thing. Um, Christy Wallace has been just really important on that end, and Lexi Hull as well. I think um, Christy Wallace at the point of attack has been really important, um, just to try and create pressure to make it as hard as possible. I start I start every game by going, who's Lexi Hull marking? 
like where is she because who is she is i'm like okay that's a pressure point they know we need to put someone on that person who can at least maybe she's not going to stop them but she's going to make it as hard as possible for this team as well as um so yeah it's it's been up and down i would say but i've i think there's there's real hope because you're seeing the team try to do as much as they possibly can with who they have right now um yeah queen Eglo had a fire like she was amazing to start the season her numbers were like historically good for what she was able to provide off the bench and yeah yeah it's interesting so you mentioned christy and i i can't believe we even talked about her before this She's like sneakily been incredibly good this year. Like she was really, really good, good for Atlanta last year. I think it went under the radar because she she had the ankle injury. It was either ankle or knee. I can't remember off the top of my head right now. But she ended up like she started really well, started for the dream for most of for like the beginning of last year before her injury. Yeah. Um, and she's just come in and like I loved that trade for them in the moment for, for them to get her. Like she's averaging eight, three, and two, shooting 41% from three, but it's mainly been like and not what I would have expected. She's been like kind of their bailout bucket for second units at times. It, like, it's amazing. It's so let me let me read this off really quick because this was a stat I found that I I, I thought was incredible. Um, guess who has the lowest uh, other than okay? Guess who has uh, other than Erica Wheeler mm-hmm. in the main rotation who has the lowest percentage of assisted two pointers? Christy Wallace, like Amazing. Christy Wallace has less of her two pointers assisted than Kelsey Mitchell. And wow. like, which I do think to wow. some, some level, like speaks a little bit about like what their second unit offense can look like. But in general, like she's just been really good. She's so strong. Like she's so good yeah. at, it's not even necessarily getting downhill. She's just good at playing through people. Um, like she's yeah. really strong on both sides of the ball. And I think that's shown up a ton. Um, and I, like you mentioned, I think she's probably, it's between her or Lexi, but I think Christie's probably uh, it's tough because like Lexi is asked to guard the hardest opponent every night for the most part. <laughs> yeah. But like I, yeah. I probably would lean into saying Christie's been their best perimeter defender, but I could go yeah. either way for sure. Um yeah, it's hard because you see Lexi Hull be given buckets, but you watch who's yeah. giving her buckets and you go, it's like, oh, she's guarding buckets. Brandon like, Stewart, so I wonder why. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, Ryan Howard gave her another one. Well, yeah. Yeah, of course. That's, that's what how she it works. Does. Yeah. Yeah. But I will say though, like I think for me, because I, I like I, I jostled with this one a lot last night and I was thinking about it. And I was like, yes, they're 10th in defense, but I think it's just worth noting. Okay, last year, 12th by a substantial margin. Year before, 12th by a substantial margin. Year before, 12th by a very substantial margin. <laughs> like, like you mentioned, I think it's not to get like too hyperbolic, but I think this is such a great way to bring up the Giannis quote here like <laughs> to me this 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 defense is like yes they they want to get to a different level i think what you said about personnel is great like i think that they like Aaliyah is going to be the anchor of great defenses for a long time but i think that it's gonna like this is not the team that is going to be a great defense i think um yeah i thought kelsey's defense improved last year and i think it's gotten better this year too she's still like can be a little bit all over the place i think she gambles a little bit more than she needs to but i think you can say that about a lot of players on the team like to me, it's like uh, the activity is so clearly there with this team. It's just like you mentioned. I think it's simple miscommunication, um, things that are very emblematic of a young team. Um, I do think, like for me, as much as I've loved seeing Alyssa's growth as an offensive player, 
I yeah. do want to see more growth as a defensive player. I think like very clearly that's something that the staff wants to see as well. Like what coverage do you feel most comfortable with Nolisa in right now? I think is what I would ask you. Generally in the drop, I do feel, but it's, it's on the side. It can sometimes get a little bit, um, when it's that empty corner, it can sometimes get a little bit mess, messy there a little bit sometimes where it feels like the guard and Nolisa aren't, maybe aren't quite on the same page at yeah. that stage. And so it's going to be, I'm looking forward to watching that over the season because I feel like that's something you can just, just reps, right? It's just, okay, let's just keep repping this. Let's keep repping this. Let's keep learning. Uh, and I think what you said about the Yana square, right? This season kind of, it can't be a failure really. This season is let's really get some of these things right and figure this out. But I, yeah, it's it's interesting what to, what's ideal. I would just keep trying stuff. I love to against the Mystics. Yes. She didn't score many points. She grabbed only three rebounds, but she was really locked in on trying to slow down Lena Deladon. You know, like it was that was really cool because it was she kept that Phoenix game before she scored a whole bunch of points, grabbed rebounds, was dynamic on that end, and she came straight straight back against the Mystics. Didn't have the shot going, but she was locked in. And I was like, oh, okay, if we can have this kind of synergy between these two going forward, this. I can really score on offense, but I can really defend here. Um, I think that that's that's the like that's the thing you keep coming back to her for. You keep coming. She's twenty two. If if in a two more years, three more years, if this thing is kept moving, oh, that's going to be really special, right? Then you're looking at a player where you're going, oh, this is the perennial all star. This is the front court that's just unstoppable. So, yeah. What about you? How do you? What do you feel about? Um, yeah, Just no, that. I agree. I think she's gotten a little bit better. I think it's still playing in space. My biggest thing is probably more um, like I want to see because like you mentioned, I think it's a great point to bring up. OK, well, what about the guards? Because part of why I've liked them going to ice a little bit more lately is their guards just really are not great at getting over screens right now. I think that's probably yeah. Kelsey and Erica's weakest points um, at this stage. Uh, so I think like a lot of the, some of the switching that they were doing earlier and just in general, like having to deal with some things was, was difficult. So I think trying to push things to the side has been better. I think, but again, like my biggest thing from the list is going to be more, um, gauging spacing a little bit. Cause I think they're like, I, I get the idea with some of the drop stuff, but also like, it's like, okay, well, the pull up is wide open. Like, even if your defense yeah, wants really, to get, yeah. it, get to it, like, yeah. okay, well maybe there's like a, a, a jab you can throw in there or something like I do think she's gotten better on that end. And and like you mentioned, like, I think it's easy to, especially with prospects like Melissa, who are like so based out of their scoring and what she can do with those those tools. Um, I think people can end up being like a little bit too overly harsh with them. Like she really has made such good strides as a player. Like the, the rebounding, like you mentioned, and just in general, like that's so essential, especially with where the league is at right now and how, how big of a focal point size and in, impacting the glass can be. Um, yeah. So I just want to continue to see that growth, but I I'm very excited about the two of them together. Cause again, like not to keep going back to the same game, but I think that game against Atlanta was like, that was one of those games where you can see teams like, and I think it's happened multiple times this year where teams are like, we don't have the size and the skill to mm -hmm. to handle that pairing because what do we do with that? Um, when they're really clicked and, and, and working in tandem. Um, yeah. Just a I handful think, on, the, on the glass, right? Yeah. What are you going to, what are you meant to do? You're like, we're going to send a lot of attention towards Leah Boston. Cool. Here's Nalissa Smith, who's just grabbing rebounds. 
Okay, cool. Now we're going to get into Smith. Cool. Now, Aaliyah Boston's got another look under the hoop. And the drives have been even better this year, too. I think that's been, yeah. like, my favorite improvement from this year. I think she's been better just at getting downhill. And I think it probably hasn't been seen as much lately because of, of where her shot's at. But I do think, like, that's going to turn back around. We'll see more of it. But even then, like, I just like the intentionality that they've shown to to get both of them going from their spots. Um, yes. The yep. only – and it's not even bad thing because I don't really have anything bad to say about this team – I feel like this is so tough for Queen Egbo. I think this is like yeah, the difficulty of this it league is. because she's legitimately gotten better from last year. Like her yep. her face-up moves and her ability to attack off the bounce have gotten crisper. Her post-ups look cleaner. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's even better defensively. Like I would go as far as saying like as good as Ali is, I think Queen is the best defensive player on the team. Right. Like she's yeah. that good. I do think that the offense is quite a ways off from where Oh, he is for sure, but that's yep. being fair. Like, but that's what makes it tough because, like, we went from like you mentioned, like the early on in the season, she had what, like, a double double off the bench in like yeah. fifteen yeah. minutes, and she was incredibly productive. Like the lineups with her playing as a solo big mm-hmm. have been unreal. I think they have like a 95, 96 defensive rating, um, and that's over substantial minutes. But now we're just kind of hitting the point where, as they've transitioned to playing a lot more four out. They're transitioning to playing a lot less Queen Egg, but she's playing like nine or 10 minutes a night in June. Yeah. I mean, not like that you have to have any crazy take about this, but like, how have you felt about that? Because it's just like, in general, like it's, it's a tough spot. I don't really know how I feel about it. It's so hard because she's, she went from starting pretty much every game last season, playing 20 plus minutes a game. And now you're coming off the bench and you're having to play like half the minutes off the bench now, but it's, it's been like, so positively, her, all her kind of her rebounding rates gone up her block rates got, she's doing more in the less time she has which has been really great for, like it's like it's a it's really awesome for the team that the team has a backup as good as queen Igbo to play there that's fantastic for the fever and you mm-hmm. just hope that it can also be fantastic for queen Igbo that she can get this chance to continue to grow and flourish and become the player that she can be it was super interesting because it was the first time this season in the last game where they kind of had to play Aaliyah and Queen Igbo together. And it was like two minutes. And I yeah, was like, oh, that's man. the only time they played together this Ooh, year. Here we exactly. go. This, what is this? How this has kind of been something you kind of like, you're kind of excited for just to see, cause it on paper, you're like, okay, spacing wise, I don't think it makes a lot of sense, but defensively, oh, this could be, this is even a different kind of thing. So it's, I don't know how they go, how they'll make that work, but I, I would love to see, how it could work, perhaps, mm-hmm. I guess, is the thing. Like, could this work? Is this something? Uh, I think I like what you said about her offense, too. Her jumper from the post has been, like, I feel pretty confident every time I see her kind of get into the turnaround. I'm like, okay, that's probably going in. Um, yeah, she she's so versatile. I think I love what you said about her being the best defender because you can put her in a switch if you have to. You can put her in a drop. She can play at the level. She can kind of do everything you're asking. She's been there. there. She like she defended Brittany Griner incredibly well in their game yes. against Phoenix. Like that was fun to watch because um, if I remember correctly, Melissa got into early foul trouble in that game. And so they ended up playing Queen a little bit earlier in the rotation. And yeah, that was fun. I just love watching her play. Like it's it's the thing where it's like you can't I I can't like I don't have quibbles about how things are going because they're playing well right. and and I get it, but also it's like I just am a big fan of Queen Egbo's games. So it's like I'd like to see more. Um, I yeah, think she the, brings that different thing, right? She yeah. when she gets on the court, you're like, 
Oh, I, I get it. Oh, yeah, I'm excited. Oh, come on, let's go, Queen. Let's get them. Yeah. Um, you just kind of, yeah, you feel really, yeah, she's great. Yeah. Yeah. No, 100%. Um, a couple more things because we got to close out soon. Um, I am very much like, I again, it's, it's, it's very much in the I don't know when and how it happens, but how do you feel about the idea of i mean because it has already started to happen a little bit with grace Berger taking yeah some of lexi hall's minutes um yeah. not necessarily in full but i feel like it's tough because grace is technically more of a she's more of a guard than a wing i think she can play the wing but like yeah how do you feel about that dynamic because i know it's easier said than done like i've liked lexi hall i think like i haven't mm -hmm. I've, I've been very candid about her defense like i think her defense has been awesome I think she yeah. does some good things offensively. It's still a work in progress, but yeah, um, I dude, Grace has been so good. Like some of the stuff, like you can just see her. Like every game, she just does like two or three things. We're like, oh, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. And I think mm -hmm. you can very much see the idea of her like being the guard of the future for this team, or yes. one of the guards of the future, I should say. Yeah. yeah. Um. Well, I guess just going on about them, not that one of them has to take the other's minutes. I shouldn't right. phrase it like that. But how do you feel right. about both of them and what you've seen from them this season? Uh, Lexi Hall, like you said, the defense has been really good, really important, just to kind of get a feel for what they're she trying scraps. to do. Like that sounds oh, like very just, much like yeah. coach saying, but like she plays like she's six foot three. She yeah. rebounds like crazy. I mean, if there is oh, a loose ball, amazing. she's diving for it. Um, and great, like her, she has legitimately been so good defensively. Like, uh, I think one of my bigger questions, like I thought she was a fine defender at Sanford. Um, right. but the way that she's like sold out to become that much better in the league has been really impressive. Cause like you mentioned, I thought Ryan ended up getting the best of her in the game against Atlanta, but yeah. it's more about like so much to me about defense is just consistently making things difficult. Yeah. And I thought Lexi was fantastic at making things difficult. Ryan Howard, just an all-star. She's incredible. Yeah. Like you can't really stop that. And I think that's part of the difficulty of being a player like, like Lexi Hall, who was asked to do everything difficult. Um, and I think it's interesting too, because like if you put somebody else in your position, you probably don't feel as good about them because you have some of the like, well, now I just watched Brianna Stewart rain over them and I watched this and watched <laughs> that. And like I do think it's always important to keep that kind of stuff in mind, especially like I think I definitely like course corrected too early in my lifetime about defensive stoppers, being like, oh well, this and that, and like what do they actually bring for the offense? So, like with Lexi, I get it. Like I get their vision, I get what they see with her. Um She's been she's been very fun to watch this year. Yeah, I think um, offensively, of course, you want to see that. I think she wants to see it too, right? Everyone wants to see the jumper go in more when it's there because I think mm -hmm. if that goes in, then it, it does change some things. I won't say they're good at it yet, but I've bookmarked this um, empty corner between Lexi and Aaliyah Boston. I've just there's been some reps where I go, ah. Oh, I see this. I see the synergy they're going for. It's not working yet so much. Like the pass might be a little bit off, or the timing's not quite right. But I really, there's like they're trying to work through just a couple reps a game where I'm going, oh yeah, I can, I see the vision here because then usually the defense is dropping, and even just the last couple games you've seen Lexi Hall get to a bit of a pull up, and so this is just me just working through like okay, there's some growth there. There's little bits. There's tiny little pieces of. Oh, they're letting her trying to create a little bit more like she was maybe last season a little bit. Trying to see if there's anything more there. Because you kind of you kind of need there to be something on that end too that can really be really reliable. So it's been nice to see that. Uh 
and Grace Berger. I have um, on my phone, I have just like a two minute clip of just Grace Berger, like um, post entry passes because she's so good at them. I just she, had this little yeah. thing that I was like, oh, and I kept seeing games. I was like, oh my gosh, she's amazing. And in transition, she's really good in transition at getting into that drag, or she's really good in transition at getting a quick entry pass. She was just like, she grabs it, she's push, 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 and you'll see down the court and she'll throw it before you think there should even be a pass. So I really, of course, that's like what I have really loved from Grace is just her ability to get into things quickly. Um, I think, you know, if you need someone to run a set play, bring in Grace. She will get you yeah. into exactly the setup you want and she will run it. And she will, if you if it's five steps to the corner, she's going to go there. She's going to get you going. Uh, I was surprised. I went back to watch some of her college film and I was surprised at how good she was off the dribble. Like if you Very. gave her a bit of space, she would just, she would rip through you, man. It was like, oh, I feel like yep. we've seen glimpses of that this season, but it's like, oh, there's more, there's more there for her to kind of see if we can uh, tap into that. Her mid range is obviously just like that's what she's. It's automatic. For. Yeah. Oh man, how she fun. is. Uh, she's really fun. Like like you mentioned, I think part of what's cool about her is like she does a lot of things that they want, but also it's just in a different package. Like Kelsey and Erica are both so fast and lightning first step, and so much more about Grace is her, um, her timing and her angles and her 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 pacing. Like she's a little bit more methodical. Um, the minutes so they've only played 40 minutes together it's fun because it started out as a negative like substantially to start the year just because of where the team was at but now in 40 minutes grace and Aaliyah together they have a, a plus six net rating so let's get more oh, of it you got i want to see more of it um because they just play so well together like even like we've gotten to see more of as yes. grace has gotten a little bit more comfortable with just attacking um i think we've seen more if we're getting to get downhill off of Aaliyah's screening actions and um like just seeing like her she had, had like a just a quick pull up to coming cross court against the dream. Yeah. That was awesome to see like stuff like that. Like, I really think she's just one of those players where she's going to have like the light bulb click of like, oh, I can be aggressive. I can play my game. And Definitely. I think she's going to be like a plus starter in the league for a really long time. I was super high on. I think I ended up finishing with like I didn't do like an official big board release, but I think I had her like around five or six on my in, in the draft for me because. I really liked her. And she's a good defender too. Like she's really strong. She's super really stout. strong. Really like, strong. Yeah. I I I'm just yeah. I'm excited about this team. Uh I guess the last thing will last now. And, well, damn, I'm sorry. I'm going all over the place. Maya oh. Caldwell, I do want to just say yes. to people, I think she's dealt with like she had a kind of substantial injury that required surgery um in the offseason when she was playing uh overseas. I think that she's getting back into form. She very clearly did not start the season in form. I think that's like, just to be fair, but she's done really good things. Like I'll just say, read Taka's latest piece on what she did against Marina Mabry. It went very under notice because people just noticed that Marina wasn't hitting shots. Notice why. Um, I think again, like Maya getting comfortable and getting back into her skin is going to be really important. Uh, Cause she just does good things for the team. Uh I mean, they're still they're playing ten players a night right now, like ten players just yeah. about ten minutes or more every yeah. night. So it's, it'll yeah. be interesting to see if they crunch that down at all. But um, yeah, I did just want to say that Amaya, because um, she's been like I was such a big fan of her with Atlanta last year, dealing with injury. It it always sucks, but she she definitely seems to be finding her footing a little bit more. Yeah. Um, is there anything else you wanted to mention on the team before we out of here? I think the last Emma Cannon's played some minutes. I think she's the last player we haven't mentioned. And I think Emma Cannon is, 
I love her because I know exactly what she's going to do. She's going to come set a high screen. She's going to get a pass and she's going to let that mid range fly. And I, yep. I just think when you've got a player who's like, hey, coach put me in, they know the reason I'm here and I'm going to do it. It's been fun. Like it's little minutes. I think Maya Caldwell, like you said, um, her, so you can see her ability to get to the rim too. It's you can, again, it's, it's, it's all with this team, right? It's all just, can I see some pieces? Can I see some bits that are, um, something to build on going forward, but also so that they can show what they can do for their future too. And so with her, you're seeing these pieces where you go, okay, defensively, really important. She can get to the rim. She brings a different um, speed when she comes into there's some really fun stuff. And no, I, I said to my, um, my wife was giving me um, uh, some, she was um, making fun of me because I kind of, if I'm not writing it, I'm kind of just walking around the home muttering to myself the fever <laughs> on the way man. Yep. the fever on the way here they get the fever the fever and she said to me you better go on there and tell everybody that the fever on the way and i said yeah because they are you know it's <laughs> like um i was listening to your last podcast into what the mystics and the different you know the mystic where they are it's a very different conversation because they've yeah. got championship aspirations and they want to be a team that's going really far with this fever team you're just going this is incredible. We might, not, <laughs> yeah. we might not make the playoffs, but this is awesome. You know, it's a yeah. real different, there's a different light on this team where you go, okay, this year, sure, we might finish 10th at the end of the season, but give us a couple more and it's going to be really special. So, you know, I'm just, yeah. What can I say, man? This is a fun team to watch and it's an enjoyable team. Yeah. And I got to say, lastly, too, man, shout out to the red uniforms. Those are that oh. I think it's my favorite uniform in the W right now is the red indie uniform. Like when they first came out, I wasn't sure how I'd feel about them. But the way that they look on court, it looks so sharp. I'm a big so fan. Good. Yes. Yeah. I actually yeah, I'll, people will disagree. I'll go as far as saying they're better than the Stranger Things uniforms from last year. Um, and I love too, those. But. Things, but. <laughs> We just felt like it's the, it's that like oh, it's our own thing too, you know. Yeah. It's not a it's not the Stranger Things thing. This is our thing. This is our red. We're this red thing. We're yeah, so oh, I, we're getting a we now too. Okay, a lot of we. I try. Yeah. <laughs> when I'm in, I'm in. So yeah, yeah. No, this is it's fun. This is great. Most great definitely, team. man. Well, Taka, I really, really appreciate you coming on. This was such a blast. We will definitely have to do it again some point this season because the fever on the way, as you mentioned, as you mentioned. <laughs> um, to everyone listening, go follow Taka on Twitter at T uh, Taka, so T A K A M A I K A U R I. I will have it linked down below so you can go follow him and, and read him over at IndianaFeverBlog.com. Thank you so much for coming on, man. This was an absolute blast. Thank you for having me. It's amazing. I still can't believe this is happening. <laughs> well, believe it. To everyone listening, have a good rest of your day. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. 
Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.